when we went to HMPG Stadium in 2016. Does it feel like it was that long? Yeah, no. It, it I does. Mean, we we didn't have to uh, had to go through, uh, uh, you know, Twitter to to just check when uh, it was the last time that we were there. But we did uh, get the files. Yeah, so 2016, um, after we found out that HMPG Stadium was in a bad state, this was the home of Sundowns, we thought, let's go see for ourselves. You know, sometimes you read stories and you hear people and then you go with whatever is there, but we thought, let's go see for ourselves. Surely it can't be that bad. By the way, the stadium was built to be a training venue, as we were told at the time, for the for the teams that were coming for the for the Confed in 2009, as well as the 2010 FIFA World Cup in 2010. So then... What did we find there, Katlejo? I even see the pictures are still there on social media. Maybe let's start by just being from outside, what we were seeing from outside. Yeah, actually, you're right. It was actually on the 6th of May in 2016. And um, I think we got there outside and there were two security guys there. Uh, but they were kind enough to let us in and, you know, after talking to them. And I think what struck us uh, at that point is that you could see clearly that uh, the building or the stadium was not finished, you know. Mm. And uh, what struck us first is the structural defect uh, of the stadium. And what I mean by that is that I'll take you through the steps is that when we got in, we first went into the changing rooms. Mm-hmm. Of the players, and we could tell that Ahmed, uh, it was not even the change rooms were not um, finished, and mm. you know the sauna wasn't working, and also the toilets were not uh, working. And then we went into our favorite and, room, and, which and is wait, the media wait, room. Before you go there, before you go there, actually the changing room facility for me was the better of the other yeah, of yeah, the yeah. of the other facilities that we saw, and they were not even finished. I remember the toilets were not working, and the guard was telling us that if they had to have a game here, and the one team had to use the one changing room, they would have to go to the other team's changing room in order to use the bathroom because the bathrooms in the other change in the other changing room was, was not working. And then we went to. Do we start? Media center. Let's yeah, talk yeah, about we, the media center. We went into the media center. I mean, that's where when you go uh, watch games or report on games, that where, that's where we normally sit. And <laughs> to our surprise is that also the windows were so small that if you had to work in that uh, media room is that basically you would even need to uh, stand on your knees to actually follow the game because you couldn't see, you couldn't follow the game on the pitch and you couldn't see the whole pitch. So basically what I'm trying to say is that the windows were so small and they were built so low that you'd literally have to be on your knees. And let's say we even made a joke that if um, a Mamin Yang mm. was playing or a Lungisan in Tlela because naturally they are tall players that you actually only see them from like a knee-high yeah. position. And um, yeah. yeah, that's what we saw before we went outside. Let me put it into perspective. The me- media center folks is actually below the grandstand usually the media center is above above the grandstand so you can have a a good view of the stadium the media center that we were taken to into is below the grandstand so when you sit at the angle that you have you can only see at the players up until like he's saying if it's a mummy young you can probably only see him up until waist high and maybe the shorter players you can you'll be lucky to see their eyes and their noses but there's no way you can follow the game if you're sitting in the media center which is built below the grandstand. And let's talk about the grandstand now itself. Yeah, no, it was poorly built, just to add on that. And then when you got, uh, got to the grandstand, we actually took a walkabout and we were actually sitting on the northwest side of the of the, the ma- uh, main grandstand. And actually, the structural defect that I was talking about earlier is that if you're sitting on that side, you actually don't see the goal post on the other side. So if you're there watching the game, you'd actually miss a goal. And then vice versa, if you go sit on the other side, you actually can't see the goalposts on the other side. So basically, if they had to 
fix the stadium basically they would have had to demolish the whole main grandstand mm. and actually push it uh, a bit back because it was actually it was protruding onto the field onto the field actually yes. so so that's why you could see that if you're on the other side you can't see the goal uh, goal post and vice versa so the whole thing basically was basically a mess and uh it was poorly uh, poorly uh, built so if you are on the grandstand and we did this ourselves we did the exercise ourselves you go sit on the, on the grandstand on the far right corner because the grandstand protrudes onto the field it actually blocks your view of seeing what's happening on the far left so you can't see them taking a corner kick on the other side and like you said vice versa you can't see them taking a corner kick on the other side and now what's even scarier is the amount of money that was spent here do you remember how much it was no, i think that's why we've got uh, the, the, the the department but it's over i would imagine over 200 million yeah that's the number yeah, we were given but uh, let's uh, get the department to actually speak to us on that they were uh, kind enough to take our call tonight Yes, and the department did release a statement to conf- to to to. Uh, okay, it it says the Gauteng Department of Sport, Arts, Culture and Recreation will not spend eighty four million rand for the demolition of HMPG Stadium, and I think that's what got a lot of people are uh, talking about the money that was going to be spent in demolishing the stadium. So let's welcome then from the department, uh, Tswarelo Matebula. Good evening, Tswarelo, and thanks for joining us on SAFM tonight. Good evening, Tavisto uh, and. Uh and uh, good evening to your listeners and thank you for having me. Thank you, thank you. The department released a statement to clarify the figure state, stated in this demolition of HMPG and you're saying that the figure that's been uh, banned about publicly is not correct. Uh, so let's clarify that. Yes, no, no, no. That That is indeed the case. Um, the, the figure that is much publicized in the media of uh, 84 million, that seeks to suggest that... Um, uh, the structure that is remaining at HMPG Stadium is to be demolished to the cost of 84 million is actually not true. Um, that was an estimate that was given by the structural engineer who had made an assessment in 2019. And uh, at the time, there was still quite an extensive structure at HMPG. And at the time, the cost, yes, indeed came to 84 million. Uh, since then, up to when we handed over the site, to the contractor to start with the uh, demolition work, um, much had already left the stadium to the extent that um, about when we costed the work that was still remaining. In the main, uh, the steel tracks, I mean, there's uh, concrete tracks around the pitch as well as the grandstand in the main uh, was sitting at around 24 million. So that is the actual uh, uh, amount which we will be using to demolish the stadium. And then the work that was done before that, how much did that cost? Um, the figure that we, we can reliably give yourself is that it's not also above 200 million. It was about 140 million because, as you know, that Asian Feature Stadium was existing with a certain great uh, steel grants, um, stands on the side. So in the main, that 140 million went towards the upgrading or rather the construction of the grandstand which uh, you were having a discussion about mm. now i was talking about the figure you're saying that now the latest estimates estimate that it will be 24 million to demolish the stadium but it sounds like there has been work done prior to this to demolish the stadium is that correct no 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 the the, the only um demolition work that we have done as a department is the one that really started in earnest uh, in uh, uh, december 2021 what the demolition, or, or, or let me rather put it this way, the vandalism that happened 
uh, resulted in a larger part of the stadium, primarily the steel part, uh, being of course uh, scavenged for 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 by by those that uh, you know sell steel uh, in in the community. But but that's what uh, you know where the, the the remainder of that steel went to. And then why is it being demolished now? Well, I think uh, y- y- your assessment uh, was quite correct. Firstly, in 2021, uh, in 2010, just prior to World Cup, FIFA and SAFA did make their inspection and, and, and you know, discovered that the stadium is not fit to be used as a training facility for World Cup. Uh, SAFA indicated that, well, also they wouldn't recommend to have their PSL matches being played there. Of course, you could still, because there was a pitch, you could still, you know, have local local matches that play around there. But for professional games, obviously, we didn't get that approval. So for a concerted amount of time, the stadium was not used. And as is the case, it was vandalized. It was vandalized to a point where now it was becoming a hazard to the community because, as you are saying, there was... Uh, you know, poor workmanship, mm. and you know, a lot of structures could fall on people while they are trying to scavenge for steel, whatever the case might be. That is why the recommendation was that it would be best to have a controlled demolition of the structure, unlike just having people, you know, going there and and trying to get what they what they can out of the stadium. And mm. and that was the rationale that brought us towards the decision to to want to have a controlled demolition of the stadium. Yes, and, and, and what's taken so long, Tuarello, to make this decision? Because we were there six years ago, and you say that even in 2010, I mean, Safa did say that the stadium is not fit enough to host matches. And I remember when we were there, we even managed to speak to the Premier at the time, and they said that they would demolish the stadium. Why has it taken so long? Well, you, 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 you know, Tavi, so um, um, we can't just demolish. We shouldn't just demolish when we don't have a concrete plan on what do we do after the demolition of the stadium. So a lot of work has gone into what then has to happen when we have demolished the stadium. And 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 and, and I, would, I would want to assure you that when we were buying time not demolishing the stadium was precisely because we needed to get our ducks in a row to ensure that all the funds uh, that are, are required uh, for us to redevelop the stadium are, are put in place. So we couldn't just go ahead and demolish the stadium without a concrete plan on what do we do thereafter. So that, that would have been the reason why. And what's the plan now after the demolition? Well, we, we, we obviously we understand the importance of having HMPG Stadium in Mamelodi, I mean, for historical reasons. Um, we have a, a plan of a 30,000-seater stadium um, you know, build along the lines of what, uh, you know, has been happening in, 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 in Loftus to have some form of a precinct around the stadium which would have got some economic uh, activity around it so that it's not just a stadium that waits for soccer, but we could actually uh, bring in a private sector to develop the, the precinct around so that it can also be economic. So we have got a plan. We have costed the plan. And uh, we are... We have initiated talks with various uh, funding agencies to look at, at as to how much uh, is available for them to to give us uh, towards the, the, the redevelopment of the stadium. We are also uh, communicating with other stakeholders 
which would have you know had an interest, which would have used the stadium before to look at the possibility if they still have got an interest of of using HMPG maybe as their home ground, whatever the case might be, to see if it's possible that we can work together with them to redevelop the stadium. So so uh, plans are in place to try and ensure that we we actually redevelop the stadium. And when we were there um, in 2016, and we even went back, I think in 2017, we were told that um, the the Sundowns president at the time, Dr. Patrice Mutsipa, was interested in taking over the precinct. Are you aware of this in any way? Yeah, I wouldn't want to 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 go into details about who are we to, who we are talking to and and the contents of our discussion. But I can I can confirm that yes, indeed, they are. A, a couple of stakeholders that have shown interest in the stadium. We are communicating with them, and and I can confirm that the discussions are at a at a quite a, a, an advanced stage. And do you know if the stadium was ever used in any capacity? Well, safe for for the local matches that were were taking place in the stadium. Um, when we speak about the stadium not being used at times, so just to, to make the point really mm-hmm. much more clearer, we are making reference to a, a PSL match. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a Lucas Moripe Stadium would be able to host a PSL match, but HMPJ could not. But of course, the stadium had a pitch that you know uh, we, we could have matches on. Uh, the stadium in its vicinity has got various. Uh, sporting uh, facilities such as you know your tennis courts and so on and so forth. So it was used, but but of course it was not used for professional uh, games purposes. Okay, when we were there, we were told Algeria went there, I think, for one of their warm up or to train, and they got to the stadium, but they realized that they can't train there, and then they have to find another venue. Now the question now, Tswarelo, uh, from us is. Um, who now gets held accountable for this for this shoddy work? Because you said 140 million rand was spent in constructing this stadium, and it's clearly gone down the drain. And there's another 24 million that must be spent to demolish it. So, who gets account- held accountable now? Okay, just also to to to, to clarify, Tavi, so that you know, as a department of sports, um, it is not within our expertise to to oversee construction work. So in the in the housing department, we have got a department that whose main responsibility is to ensure that all other departments, whether it's health, education, sports, bring their projects to them and then they implement them on their behalf because they have got the skills and the, the expertise within that department. And that's the department of, of housing uh, infrastructure development. I am of the opinion that the contractors that were appointed needs to come out clear and give a, a clear indication on why they have gone ahead and built a stadium without following to the latter the specifications of the stadium. And of course, the project managers who have had the responsibility to oversee on a day-to-day basis the work that was done on the stadium. Um, you know, their level oversight and, and perhaps go to the extent of checking their level of negligence so that at least there is a, a, a proper accountability on this one. Definitely, there should be someone who can be able to account on why they did this shoddy work. Fair enough, but it's been 12 years now. Surely they should have accounted by now. Do you know if there any processes have taken place? Well, I think that uh, because the contractors were appointed by... Uh, 
DID, I think um, they, they they are better positioned to be able to 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 take you through on that one. They have got better information in terms of um, you know what is the liability of the contractor because the contract of the uh, the construction of the grandstand was signed between the contractor and the ID uh, because they were the implementing agent. So they they would be able to say, so and so, we have given you this contract to do this and that. You didn't do that. And this is what we are going to claim. This is what we, we need to to get out of you. So so they will be better positioned to be able to, to answer on that front. Okay, let's go to the voice notes, 061-4104-107. We are talking about the situation of the HMPG Stadium, and we are speaking to Tswarelo Matebula from the Department of Sport, Arts, Culture and Recreation. Tabiso Nkatleho, I hear you guys about the the state of HMPG, but we've got to be honest to ourselves. This is all the doings of politicians. Someone approved it, someone got paid, all because of what politicians tend us brusque up things you see so now it is us sports loving people who are suffering suffering for what for politicians this one we just have to call it for what it uh, it is politicians let us down one more time Zico Smith from Macau uh, one question uh, is it not possible for the department or the municipality to donate the steel to somebody who will come and demolish it for free. Uh, give it to some big companies who want that steel, let them take it rather than spend 100 million or 24 million on that. It's just a question. Thanks. Evening, member. My question is what's so difficult about disposing this asset for the city? Like, Dr. Petrus can buy this stadium. He said he wants to buy it. Why can't they just sell it? What's so difficult about that? Because they are not interested in this stadium anyway. You know, it's funny. We're really living in a banana republic. First of all, there was a stadium that has been used by professional teams. It was there. All the years, it was there. They went and fixed it for what? 200 million rand. The job wasn't done properly. Now they're going to use 20, 30 million rand to break it down again. And now they're going to rebuild it for how many million rand again? When FIFA inspected and SAFA inspected the place, they said this place can't be used. And the job was like not finished yet. Why didn't they stop then? I man, this is tender guys. They put money in their pockets again. We really are a banana republic. Carrot Eastern Cape. Uh, evening, Taviso. Yeah, uh, you know, accountability you will never get. There is no way. Comrades, they, 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 they do all these sorts of things. And then when it's time to acquire, to, 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 um, to account and, uh, to do consequence management, they apologize and then life goes on. You will never get that from the ANC people. Hi, Songhez. Um, just tell me, why don't they ask the community of Mamilodi what can we do? Because if they will implement, 
those um, stadiums got offices inside. There's a lot of NGOs, they don't have places. And then there is a lot of soccer, small soccer clubs that are playing. There's a lot of arts going on. Kids can come and practice there. So why don't they don't utilize it? And when they do their local competition, they pay to get in. Then the money is coming back then to use 24 million again to demolish it. I know, man. Wait, they don't include community. They don't include people who are really doing the right thing for the people. Now they take it on their own. No, let them call the community. What can we, how can we utilize this place? Hi, Numzane and your guests. I hope you're doing well. Uh, um, I just wanted to ask, is it possible that all these stadium, more especially Emalokshin, to be private property instead of running Gumaspala? Baba, it seems as ancient pitch also all the stadium are dead and it's as well. Okay, he did say that they are looking at uh, various options then. Somebody who asked about the steel, if you missed it, the steel was stolen and that's why they felt they have to demolish the stadium now because it was proving a danger to even the people that were stealing the steel. Uh, the common question, Mr. Matebula, unless you want to respond to any of the voice notes, is when? what is the time, time frame for the demolition? Is it still there? Uh, Mr. Matebula, can you hear us? Yes, yes, oh, I'm with you. Yes, right I was now. saying the couple of people are asking about the time frame for the demolition. Yes, no, no, no. Um, the the projection that we it has been given to us is that uh, uh, we are looking at at most uh, end of September to have uh, the, the 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 stadium demolished, and and when we speak about the demolition, we speak about all other works that uh, you know would have to happen after the demolition, the crushing of the concrete, you know, the leveling of the concrete, the, the you know, uh, separating of the steel, and, and all the work, the leveling of the ground is applicated. So all of that work needs to have been finished by end of September. And, and, and as I've said, um, we, we are really uh, putting our heads together to, to try and and get a, a, a better facility in, in Mamelodi. But maybe just to to, to answer one or two questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we can't, for an example, I, I think it would be a good idea to say, here is a person has got a lot of money, wants to buy the stadium and, you know, uh, 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 you know refurbish it. And, and of course, that will save government a lot of money. But it's not our stadium. It's a stadium that belongs to the city of Tuan. City of Tuan handed it over to us to upgrade it. Well, of course, the upgrade didn't go as planned, but, but at the end of the day, uh, that property, that stadium belongs uh, to the city of Tuan. One last thing, uh, Tabiso, is that you, you know um, we we cannot just allow people to go there and you know uh, look for steel, scavenge for steel, try and get bricks out of a hazardous structure. Then tomorrow they. The, the bricks fall on someone or on on people that are trying to get whatever things. Then we have got a bigger problem on our hands. So 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 it is absolutely necessary if if what is remaining at at the venue poses a threat to the community. It is really absolutely necessary that we 
we conduct a more appropriate demolition of the stadium. Okay, okay, Mr. Matevula, thank you very much for being able to speak to us here on uh, SAFM and give us uh, clarity from your side there. That is Mr. Tsoralo Matebula from the Department of Sport. And somebody mentioned the community, and we've got from the community chairman of the project steering committee in Mameludi, Mithlaifani Shokhole. Good evening, Mithlaifani. Um, thanks for speaking to us. What do you make of the latest developments of the demolition of HMP? Uh, good evening, good evening. Um, one problem I've been having or something I've been thinking about, even the, the person from province mm. is they're talking about this thing as if you know it's still coming or it's in the pipeline. He's even talking about scavenging the steel. Mm. But the steel hasn't been there for months now. Mm. No? Yes, yes. And then I advise that you yourself should come visit again. I mean, you said 2017, it's a long mm. time ago. You must come and see. The demolition process has, has started. Mm. Um, the site has been established and there is work in and around the, the precinct that has been done there. Uh, the only thing uh, maybe in in two three weeks time, there's going to be blasting there to demolish that uh, that grandstand structure, which was a hazard to to the community there. Mm. And and as the community, I mean, you've been fighting for years. There's even there was even a hashtag bring back HMPG Stadium. Just for those who are not aware, what were you fighting for? Um, the fact that you know that structure was there, the stadium was there. It was not being used. Um, and remember, people were already scavenging a long time ago. You know, um, we were looking at issues of safety. We were looking at economic activity that the stadium brought. You know, before you know the, the government took over, uh, trying to renovate it. Um, um, and we we grouped ourselves as a community to say, but no, we we can't leave this structure like this here. You know, the next thing we'll be finding dead bodies in there, and a lot of bad things happening there. So rather let's get the government to fix or to account on what's happening there so we find a solution that can, you know, better you know, serve the community. Was it used by the community after the renovations? Um, not that I know of, but um, uh, we sort of became aware that um, it's, a, it's a safety hazard. You know, mm. it's not safe for the community to come in there and use it. It wasn't even it wasn't used that much. I think I remember two soccer uh, third division matches there, mm. but like the idea was abandoned, you know, mm. because the the local association devised the plan to at least just keep it going because it, it, the the playing surface was being maintained and watered and you know there were people there and whatever, but like we 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 realized that that structure was not safe for for anyone to you know to use or to be in the vicinity of. Yeah. And why is this stadium so important to the people of Mamelodi? Uh, firstly, it brought a lot of, you know, economic activity. Um, I, 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 even now, I can tell you, you know, most of the, the neighborhood shops that were operating there, most of the, you know, the people who are doing business on match days and events um, at the stadium, you know, have lost, you know, income for years. You know, Mamirod itself as a community, even though we have, you know, a few, you know, soccer fields and sports facilities that we use, there's barely anything to do, you know, for the kids, for, for, for anyone. You know, and the stadium for us represents hope. It represents a better future. And, and you know, 
we want to see our kids, you know, using that stadium one day or coming to get inspired by watching their role models and then mm. all of these superstars coming and visiting the stadium. Yeah, because so, it's yeah. a distance to travel to Attridgeville and Loftus there to go watch Sundowns. Again, you know, as football supporters, yeah. we travel everywhere, you know. We, we, we are Miami Ready Sundowns, but we don't have a home yeah. stadium, you know. Finally, do you that agree way. that people should be held accountable here? Is there any accountability from the meetings that you've had over the years and the campaigns that you've had? You know, apparently there was reports and commitment, you know, from the officials to, you know, to... Uh, Ooh, the line is failing us like the officials now that he's talking about. Okay, maybe let's cut our losses there because we even have to go to news. But I don't think that uh, he he would he was going to say that anybody has been held accountable. No one has been held accountable. And the money has been spent. And this 140 million or 200 million that we were told is not even about building the stadium from scratch. It was renovating the stadium. Actually, the stadium was there. The structure was there. They just needed to renovate it and they received close to 200 million rand. Or we'll go with 140 like the department is, is saying us. So who got that 140? Where is that 140? Surely people should be paying the money back. Surely people should be held accountable for this because more money will be spent in demolition in, and, and, and also rebuilding or renovating the stadium again. Yeah. Now the times we are living in folks is are not it these are not the times that we thought we would be living in but anyway we're gonna have to leave it there because of time we have to go to news it is eight o'clock chapter two i don't even have time to give you an ipl score my friend or do i have a minute can i still a minute 168 for five gujarat titans in their 20 overs rcb have won by eight wickets so they're still in the hand for the playoffs then they got to 170 for two how much did faf to place make there i didn't see that innings i saw david miller earlier on he made 44 faf to place okay it's time for news and coquetto will be coming up next